Social interactions are like vitamins and minerals for aging brains, with ridiculously powerful implications. Even socializing over the internet provides benefits. The studies are anchored in the safe harbor of peer-reviewed research. The first set of studies established a solid correlation between social interactions and cognition. Researcher Brian James, an epidemiologist with the Rush Alzheimer's Disease Center, assessed the typical cognitive function and social interactivity of 1,140 seniors without dementia. He scored their social interactivity, then measured their rate of global cognitive decline over a 12-year period. For the group that socialized the most, the rate of cognitive decline was 70% less than for those who socialized the least. Other researchers focused on specific types of cognition and found virtually the same thing. One famous study looked at rates of memory decline in social isolates versus social butterflies, examining a staggering 16,600 people over six years. Memory decline of the Brook Asters was half that of the shut-ins. A flurry of other findings confirmed a robust correlation between social interactions and cognitive health. Even better, the next set of studies looked at causation, not just correlation. They measured people's baseline cognition, introduced some form of socialization, then re-measured cognition. One intervention showed a cognitive boost in processing speed and working memory with as little as 10 minutes of social interaction. Like a public television fundraiser, data linking socialization with brain power turns out to be remarkably persistent. The interactions don't have to be within a long-term relationship, and they don't necessarily refer to the number of friends one has. Researchers who study this stuff use words like positive social interactions, generally associated with the release of dopamine in the brain, negative social interactions, generally associated with hormones such as catecholamines and glucocorticoids released in response to stress, and social exchanges to describe the interactivity. I'm going to use the word relationships more often just to keep things friendly. But if you have social interactions that are positive, whether deep or momentary, with one person or dozens, benefits accrue. What about the digital world? Does the social interaction have to be in person? Researchers realized long ago that the Internet might provide a perfect way for socially isolated, mobility-challenged seniors to interact with others. The rise of video chats created a terrific experimental testbed. Could people increasingly tethered to home still get a brain lift? The answer, welcome as a Rothko retrospective, was again yes. One experiment involved people 80 years and older. Researchers measured a subset of cognitive skills called executive function, as well as an aspect of language ability that's related to executive function. Executive function, EF, is a behavioral gearbox mostly housed in the prefrontal cortex, an important region located right behind your forehead. EF includes cognitive control, such as the ability to shift attentional states, emotional regulation, such as the ability to manage your anger, and short-term memory. The researchers got baseline EF scores, then installed a video chat program for each person and proceeded to hold conversations with the octogenarians, averaging 30 minutes per day for six weeks. Four and a half months later, their brains were retested. 
Researchers observed large improvements in both executive function and language skills. The scores leapfrogged over controls, who spoke for 30 minutes by phone only. This is consistent with other data suggesting that the better you can simulate actual human contact, the richer the social experience becomes. Video chat is not perfect, but for those without the option of regular human contact, it's a godsend. These findings are worthy of a J.D. Powers Award for Senior Citizen Customer Satisfaction, which means you should get out your social calendar, iron your best clothes, and go run a board meeting or visit a museum. The answer to the question, does socialization really decrease the rate of cognitive decline, is a robust and hearty yes. <laughs>